the anatomy of an animal and you're like, oh, I'm going to put eyelashes on it. And I'd be like, I don't have any idea where to start with that. And she's just like, oh yeah, no, I am the mascara of all animal art. I will give you eyelashes. <laughs> Magic wand was a mascara wand. She's like, yeah. <laughs> Out comes a little bit of glitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just a poof of glitter. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Sarah, your host of Talk to the Hand podcast, a podcast about the 90s, everything you love about the 90s and more. Hello, everyone. How was your week? How's it going? Here in LA, we just got done with several days up in the high 70s and even the you know 90 degrees, so it feels kind of like summer, which I love. Um, Helps kind of jolt me out of that seasonal depression. But um, but yeah, it's kind of it's gonna be a good week. It's gonna be a good day. Um, okay, so this week I have my lovely friend Jackie with us. Hi, Jackie. Hi. Hi. Okay, so tell us about you. Uh, my name is Jackie Alfaro, and I run a screen printing business in California, Galt. I just recently moved to Galt, so that's yes. cool. Um, and I've been printing for about four years, and I'm a self-taught graphic designer, so I'm really excited about this topic because everybody, like, I mean, who didn't have Lisa Frank in their backpack? Like, I know. <laughs> this is such a perfect one, too, because you're so, you're also such a 90s kid um, at heart. And, like, even the logo, um, 90s kids, if you haven't checked it out yet, go to her Instagram because even her logo is very 90s. It really is. It's <laughs> very colorful. It's very 90s. And I was like, should I go with this? And I was like, no, it's me though. It's it so is you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So uh, Jackie, you mentioned it, but what are we talking about today? Uh, we are talking about Lisa Frank and the yes. colorful world that she created. <laughs> that we're still living in. Absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, we have so many fuzzy, bright, glittery, colorful memories of Lisa Frank. Um, but as we'll discover in this episode, she was, while she's an incredibly notable figure in the 90s, it wasn't all rainbows and unicorns actually literally so when lisa frank is um you know comes up in in pop culture it's like automatically news breaking um i originally had like 30 articles for this this script um and as i was reading through them like that was how much there was to talk about because lisa frank is just so prolific in pop culture. Before we get into the topic, I want to make sure you are following us on social media, TTTHpod on Twitter and Talk to the Hand Pod on Instagram. Our website is talktothehandpod.com and you can email me at talktothehandpod at gmail.com. And Jackie, where can um, our 90s kids find you? And we will also make sure to reiterate this at the end. Awesome. Yeah, it would be super awesome if you could follow me at Instagram at stayunrated. Presco. My website is also stayinratedpresco.com. Um, you can always email me at stayinrated at gmail.com too if you'd like a free quote or have questions about getting custom apparel made. Um, also, something that's really great is there's so many different kinds of ethically made clothing now. Please don't yeah. be scared um, of asking what kind of clothing you can get made that's super either super recyclable made out of a bunch of recyclables or um just 
people making a real wage, like an actual living wage. So it's, it's definitely an eighties thing when screen printing started in the eighties, but it doesn't have to be like a crappy eighties thing anymore. It can be a modern 21st century, you know, good for everybody business. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. And people, I mean, you want to support women owned small businesses. Come on. It's, this is a good one. This is an incredible one. And it's just me. I'm running the whole show. So yes, which is so freaking cool. Okay. And we'll make sure to reiterate that at the end, I will put all of um, the handles in the show notes. So make sure you check that out. Also speaking of show notes, I will put all of our sources in the show notes as well. So, all right, without any further ado, let's get into it. Um, okay, Jackie, tell me about Lisa Frank. What are your memories of Lisa Frank in the 90s? I remember looking at all the stuff for school, like back to school supplies, and being like, wait a minute. <laughs> you got your comp books, and you had like boring pencils, and everything was either like just black and white or like you know, maybe occasionally you get like a fun colored folder, you know? And then I was just like, wait, what is all of this? Like there's an alien driving a car. (laughs) Flashing a peace sign. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. And like my first binder keeper that I got was like the alien driving the car. And it was like crinkly before, you know, like textures were a thing. It was like crinkly and it was full of like iridescent foil. And it was like, had a little squishy thing where the alien that had glitter in it and I'm like you opened it up and it had matching little doodads and your little pencils and like it was amazing it also felt like when you were in class and there was if there was another person that also had Lisa Frank stuff you were like instantly bonded oh yeah yeah absolutely you were like oh my gosh do you want to like that's my person yeah like like let's doodle together yeah let's doodle and let's be extra together absolutely like I was okay I know you might feel this way but do you remember when you get the stickers and you didn't want to stick them yeah because you were like I don't know if this is good enough to put a Lisa Frank sticker on (laughs) yeah 100% or like extra I would get the pencil toppers yeah the pencil top yeah but I would take the pencil topper off erase what I needed to erase and then put it back on because I didn't want to ruin the pencil topper (laughs) I love it. I love it. I don't know what's wrong with me, but that's how I used to roll. (laughs) (laughs) I love the stickers. Like, like what you were saying, you you didn't want to use them. And then those moments when you did use them, you had to be damn sure because you couldn't put them back. Once you stuck them, they were on their way. And so if you gave them to a friend on something or whatever, that was a big sign of affection. Oh yeah. Like I remember the Valentines would go around and if you got like a cool Lisa Frank sticker on your Valentine, like you might as well get married. Cause that meant a lot. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you gave me a le- and not like a little one, but like a medium one. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> the size of the sticker is proportionate to your, you know, role in their, in their heart and their life. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. Okay. So a, a little bit about Lisa Frank. Um, so 
I don't want to spend too much time on her background, but I think she's an interesting character. Um, so her dad was an art collector. Her mom was a potter and a ceramic artist. Um, she actually went to art classes from five years old and her parents would bring coloring books and crayons wherever she went. Um, she just loved to doodle. She grew up in a really wealthy area of uh, North Detroit called Bloomfield Hills, um, a very wealthy area and uh, went to the same art school as Mitt Romney. Um, and therefore, you know, she had a very happy and comfortable um, childhood. One that I saw um, in an article referenced as the kind, perhaps, that would compel a person to illustrate cheerleading bears and ponies with eyelashes. <laughs> so she okay, had a pretty cushy life. Mitt Romney. She went to school with Mitt Romney. Well, the same school. I don't. Okay. I don't think. I don't know if there was overlap, but I know it was the same exact school he went to. It's like a prep school. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> I was like, that is an incredible contrast. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. This couldn't be any more opposites. <laughs> that would make a really interesting, uh, like SNL skit. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, yeah, so she actually launched an art business before she even graduated. Um, So she first was purchasing handmade pottery and jewelry from local indigenous communities. She went to school. um, She went to, I would say, I should say she went to undergrad after she went to a prep school in um, the East Coast. She went to undergrad at University of Arizona in Tucson, and she began um, commissioning pottery and jewelry from local indigenous communities and then sold them at a markup back home in Michigan. Um, And she was getting really good at it. She was able to sell quite a bit. So she began um, like basically creating custom pieces with these uh, native artists and um, just kind of took off from there. And she, she created a uh, jewelry line before she even graduated from art school. She was like 20, 20 years old when she launched her jewelry company named Sticky Fingers. Wow. 20 years old. I mean, isn't that crazy? entrepreneurial. Yeah. Yeah. She was very, um, I mean, you know, obviously she had a very supportive foundation to get there. Um, but yeah, she was 20 years old and she would make these bracelets by gluing together like mini plastic fruits. Um, and the design became so like highly sought after that she couldn't keep up with orders by herself. So she actually, uh, her line was picked up by Neiman Marcus and Bloomingdale's when she was 20 years old. <laughs> That's so insane. Like the two, like really nice stores. <laughs> Those are the big, yeah, the higher end, yeah, like retail, like department store. You know, like you have a personal shopper, yeah. you know, in stores. Yeah, yeah, she's 20 years old and she, her jewelry was making it there. The idea of Sticky Fingers being a brand at Blooming Deals. Like, I know. Could you imagine like the puns where it's like, oh, I glue all this jewelry together. So I called it Sticky Fingers and now I'm selling it you know, to like shishi ladies. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty <laughs> funny. That's, that's, I didn't even consider that. That's a really good point. So she was made, so she actually changed the name to Lisa Frank Inc. when she was 24. Um, and then she received her first million dollar order from Spencer Gifts. Oh, wow. Spencer's has a really long history too. I know, 1979. Was yeah. When, yeah, that's I didn't know Spencer's was that old. <laughs> Me neither. I but I recently I watched like a YouTube channel that like came up and I was like, really? Okay. 
Yeah, and I didn't know they had Lisa Frank stuff. I always thought of them as like, you know, kind of like the punk um, alternative stuff, not the, you know, unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was always like the more like vulgar, like punk yeah. store. Yeah, yeah. You, like, you're like, oh, like, let's see if we can sneak into Spencer's or whatever. <laughs> because <laughs> they had like you know black light posters and then they had like this adult section in the back yeah, yeah. all the bachelorette <laughs> stuff you could get yeah. it was like oh. and lisa frank was there too yeah oh my god <laughs> lisa frank bachelorette themed things oh my god do we know anyone getting married <laughs> it's gotta be it's gotta be it has to be a thing i love it <laughs> Um, okay, so so Lisa herself was notoriously elusive and private. Um, she gave an interview in 2012 with Urban Outfitters, and um, the company agreed to blur her face. And so there are really only a couple known photos of her. Um, the video, which, like I said, is blurred out, and then this one. Um, clearly, she doesn't want to be her face out there, So, but it is out there if, if you want to search for it and find it. She was really focused on her appearance. Um, and then uh, just the last note here about Lisa Frank's background. She married the president of her company. Uh, his name was James Green. And he is widely credited as being the one to basically like throw a glittery grenade in that company and just blow it up because he just like sucked. He was a he was a designer that you know, somehow wiggled his way to the top, but he was not a good businessman. And she divorced him in 2005, sued to get him off the board, and then he resigned, giving her complete control. But really what rumors were that he was um, kind of an unfaithful monster with a cocaine problem, um, and that all the employees were worried he would destroy the company, and those fears really weren't unfounded. Um, so it's that's an interesting point. And we'll talk a little bit more about him and his role and everything in just a little bit. But um, the business raked in more than $60 million a year in sales during its peak in the 90s. I thought that was pretty cool. Wow. Um, okay. So now that the background's out of the way, let's talk about some of her designs and, prod and products. Because this is where we, we our nostalgia is like in full force. Um, okay. School supplies. What, what kind of school supplies do you remember, um, you know, all the Lisa Frank designs on? I mean, I had tons of stuff. I had like the, yeah, like your little book binder, the trapper keeper thing. I remember yeah. having like folders that went into the binder that you put paperwork, you know, your homework or whatever in. I remember having like notebooks, pencils. I had a, um, like bunch of keychains at one point. Remember okay. when keychains were like the thing? Oh yeah. And the more you could stuff on your bag, like that was cool. I had tons of keychains. Um, yeah, there really wasn't like a whole lot of things I don't remember. I remember uh, a pack of stick-on earrings. Remember stick-on earrings? Oh yeah. I had a I had gotten a pack of stick-on earrings from Lisa Frank, and they were all the like they were colorful olive oil type things, but they were like the majority of the shapes she used all the time, like hearts and stars and dolphins, and like it was like oh stick-on earrings. Oh my god, I want those. Now. <laughs> That's like the most '90s thing I can think of. Like. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Yeah. Um so and you mentioned the erasers and the pencil cases. Um I remember having um I I just was obsessed with the folders and like the big big like 
big media, you know? So like the backpacks and big brick. Cause I just, I yeah. like the bigger, the better, the more, the more extra, the better. I liked the really, um, super intricate designs where your eyes are just like, Oh my God, stop. And yeah. then, um, I liked them really big and just really in your face. So, um, I, I, I did do like the erasers and, and the, you know, the little things, but I was all about like, like, give me the biggest, um, golden retriever, uh, <laughs> rainbow golden retriever folder you can find <laughs> give right. me the calendars. Like I want, I want to see it in my face. I want it literally like in my face. You're like, I need all the colors in my eyeballs. <laughs> Her fabrics were over the top too. Like there'd be like six different kinds of fabric. Yeah. And like the flap, cause like the flap thing was still cool with the drawstring. It would yep. be made out of like clear something and it have, you know, some kind of foil or glitter or it'd be squishy. She liked doing squishy stuff that had liquid like squishy stuff. That's right. <laughs> so much. And so your backpack would also be like a waterbed and you're like, it's fine. I don't care. I need it. I don't know why I love this so much, but I do. <laughs> And that was what was so interesting, like, for somebody to be designing stuff that was so, like, on our level. Like, she just got it. Yeah, she did just get it. You're totally right. Yeah. Um, she, she had, so she had these like rainbow and neon colors. If you are listening and you've never seen Lisa Frank before, I don't know why you'd be listening to a nineties podcast without ever seeing Lisa Frank, but you know, if you haven't, um, they were stylized depictions of animals like, like dolphins. Oh man. Uh, bears, all kinds of bears, bears, Pans, yeah. bears cheerleading bears, Cheers. uh, Dude, cheerleading bears, unicorns, families of unicorns. There'd be like mommy, daddy, and little baby unicorns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, RP aliens that were driving a bug, like a Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. And it had like a Janis Joplin style paint, you know, crazy paint job on it. And they were just like, yeah, we're aliens, dude. Like, let's do homework. And you're like, yeah, (laughs) let's do homework. (laughs) I love long division now. But it was cool because it had something for everybody. Like, even as a kind of like a tomboy girly girl, like a closet girly girl, like there was something for everybody. Like, were you into bears? Were you into sea life? Like the dolphins and the fish? Did you like bears? Do you like cats? So Mm -hmm. many cats. So many cats. House cats, cheetahs, leopards, Mm -hmm. all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was amazing. It was. It, it was it covered everybody, like in in the grand scheme of interests. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it just it was so whimsical and just it just was fun. It was just really fun. Um, so this is her first. So Jackie and I are looking at her first um, design that she came out with in 1987. It's a it's a gumball machine. Wow, um, isn't that cool? Like it's very it it has the um, simplistic kind of artwork, but it's just, it's still very whimsical and bright. There's so much movement in it. Yeah. Sense. Yeah. And that's her old logo too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of movement. It's very, um, it's, it's just, you can tell it's like her early designs, but it's, it's really cute. Um, very yeah. 80s. Part of the background looks like it's airbrushed. Yeah, actually, she um, she did everything by hand. 
She drew everything by hand. So later in the 90s, she was getting, and she colored everything by hand. She Later in the 90s, she was using more digital um, design, like, uh, software and was using things like airbrush um equipment and everything but she did this by hand that's amazing i know yeah it looks it really looks like airbrushing like to draw and like pull that off yeah and blend like that yeah Uh, that's amazing yeah um she her designs were usually named for people and like her two sons hunter and forest were the leopard and tiger cubs um most of her characters were named after real people or real animals like her two golden retrievers um and this is okay this i thought you'd find interesting they have a she had a special proprietary ink formula to make everything brighter it's a typical four color process but they used a very special mixture to make it and all licensees who use this are required to sign a confidentiality agreement because it's such a closely guarded secret that is so cool i know i really wish i i mean i i almost think to to know what it is it would take the mystery away from it (laughs) oh absolutely but like to yeah, to like specially formulate inks to get those vibrancies. Yeah. Because I mean, like looking at it now, I have no idea yeah. how they're able to print like that. I know, I know. And, and like the consistency across all of it, like stuff even you see today is like just as vibrant as the stuff that we had when we were kids. Yeah, absolutely. Better, but like a secret formula, is she had a secret sauce? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's very closely guarded, so I don't think we'll ever probably, unfortunately, have access to it. But um, yeah. so I wanted to pull up some of these uh, hip hop bears, <laughs> <laughs> kind of silly, a uh, little cultural appropriation-y, um, but definitely a signature. Lisa Frank. Oh, yeah. That's early. That's very early. Look at those glasses. Really, I like the knockoff Vans and Adidas. <laughs> yeah. Got the checkerboards and yeah. the, the superstars on. <laughs> yeah, the hand mode, the hand gestures are a little, hmm. <laughs> a little suspect, yeah. A little sus. <laughs> I love it. Okay, and then Roxy and Rolly were the two cats. She actually didn't like cats. She she was not a cat person at all, but she just liked drawing them, I guess. But I thought they were really cute with their little eyelashes. I do. I remember now, like, seeing them, like, just, like, a wave of other cat imagery just, like, popped into my head. But I remember that, yeah, because they were, like, very, they had those long, slender cat necks. Yeah. And then, like, this leopard print collar um, was just very much, like, her, you know, her style, that that like Yeah, the cats are also wearing cat prints. (laughs) Tiger stripe, little sweater, and, you know, the little leopard print collar yeah yeah i love it and then we have blanca the swan and i will put all of these um pictures on our instagram uh 90s kids but blanca the swan was an early one too that's really gorgeous i don't think i've ever seen that one i like the the airbrushy stars in the background me too and like look at her little babies i know cute she's like i'm a cool mom (laughs) i like the eyelashes on all these animals too how did she manage to pull off eyelashes on all animals i don't know but she did it so beautifully i because you you know you think about like the anatomy of an animal and you're like oh i'm gonna put eyelashes on it and i'd be like i don't have any idea where to start with that and she's just like oh yeah no 
I am the mascara of all animal art. <laughs> I will give you eyelashes. The magic wand was a mascara wand. She's like, yeah. <laughs> Out comes a little bit of glitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just a poof of glitter. <laughs> and then they have eyelashes. <laughs> Ta oh my God. <laughs> I love it. And then we have Miss, Miss Galaxy here. Do you remember Miss Galaxy? Whoa. Oh my God. So what are we looking at right now, Jackie? This is like a rainbow road meets beauty pageant in another galaxy. Like it's <laughs> just the collars, the big wave collars mm. and the sleeves and eyelashes on aliens. Uh -huh. Pull it off again. Uh-huh. Wonderful Maybe scepter. Like Look yeah. at that sculpture. That's so cool. I want one. Oh my gosh. We have to make these headband things. I know. I was just thinking, I want, I think we should do this for Halloween. Dude, they're so sick. So you've got the stars and like that one has got rings, like, you know, the planet. Like yeah. Jupiter. And then that one has like frilly, like little things coming out of the back, the, the gal behind her. Yeah, a little headdress and these yeah. like big collars and it's these two really uh really cute looking aliens just just <laughs> chilling on this little uh, galactic rainbow um with their sashes and their flowers for winning Miss Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. I think that's my favorite. That's in that there's still so much to look at like I'm really trying to like take it all in. I know, right? <laughs> Because, like, some parts of the drawing you don't even realize until you, like, scan over it that it's translucent. Like, the the alien in the background, her collar is actually translucent because you can see the rainbow a little bit. So oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, like, the thought that went into this, I just want to know how she comes up with these designs. Like, what... What's, I mean, I, they say she's a little manic. Sounds like there was a little bit of cocaine involved. But, <laughs> like... Well, these, this is what came out. I mean, <laughs> I'm not bad about it. No, me neither. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, wow. But yeah, like there's this, she unlocked like a part of her brain or like, this is just like so ingrained. Like, is this how she sees the world? Yeah. Like, and then she's just like, oh no, this is just how everything's supposed to be. Okay. And then Dashley, do you remember Dashley? <gasps> yes. I had this one in a, like a binder and a trapper keeper. I think this was one of my favorites when I was a kid. Oh my gosh. I Dashley's think it's the hummingbird, everyone. Yes. And I think everybody's love of hummingbirds was like, oh, like I forgot that like nature's super cool. Like I yeah. still like, see hummingbirds and get super excited. Yeah. And like whimsical and yeah, so it, the, this one I just, I was so, um, this one's just really vibrant pink and blue. Mm -hmm. um, like the, I mean, this is where truly where that like very vibrant coloring comes in. Like, like you uh, said, Jackie, I have no idea how she created that. No. How she made the, like, like even these roses um, in, in this particular image, um, this particular piece, the, the hummingbird is kind of balanced with um, these roses, these like bright neon roses. And I'm, you know, just as like, like a, an artist or a painter, I'm trying to figure out like how, how she got the lighting so perfect and like how she got this, that color blend so perfect. And they, they have like a glow, like yeah. even the white, like the hummingbird's belly is white, yeah. but somehow the way she shaded the other colors around it, it makes it feel like it's glowing. It's yeah. 
even shimmering its own lights somehow yeah like it's shimmery yeah like she made the white like light just as lively as the rest of the colors yeah this is great and again the movement the balance Yeah. yeah Like the depth of field, there's mountains, there's clouds, there's roses, there's butterflies. <laughs> like, how do you how do you do it? The movement's so right because she just yeah. does this. Like, she makes it look like you can sense the wings flapping. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love that one. Okay, then we have Angel Kitty, which I remember very vaguely or very uh, prominently. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would say that was probably like the majority of people had. Yeah. Angel angel kitty with the eight yeah. with the rainbow stripes yes and a little halo i have the halo rainbow butterflies hearts you know eyelashes eyelashes <laughs> for days <laughs> oh and then i actually didn't notice these hearts have wings <laughs> oh my gosh they do hearts by themselves weren't enough <laughs> no, they need to be angels too <laughs> You need to have wings. I'm surprised the rainbow doesn't have a wing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then this is Forest. This was a little oh. tiger cub or, yeah, right? Tiger cub, yeah. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. And we have like these tropical flowers, tropical leaves. We have a little toucan bird. Wow, these like, we have a little parrot. It's almost like a magic eye piece. So you just keep looking and keep finding stuff. Yeah, totally. I don't know, like, if you notice, so it gets, like, in the back, like, below where his chest is, there's, like, a little lotus flower, and he's, like, there's little tiny water droplets, like, coming out of the water. No detail spared here. No, she was definitely, like, a maximalist. Oh, yeah. I wonder what her desk looked like. Oh, my God. Like, I have to think it would give me a little bit of a panic attack. Absolutely. Could you imagine just like her desktop screen is just like Final Hunter 25 million and it's just like thousands of icons of just like no folders at all. She has no clue what a folder is. There's just artwork layered across her desktop. (laughs) Oh, and then we have a couple more. Uh, Hollywood Bear, another bear. Yep. Hollywood Bear. I do remember Hollywood Bear. With the music notes and the eyeglass, the sunglasses with the palm trees. We got ballerina bunnies. <gasps> ballerina bunnies. Yes. I felt like this one was really muted compared to the other ones. I think this was like her trying to do pastel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is her version of pastel. <laughs> For everyone else, it's like, whoa. Um, that one's super cute. And then we have Echo. Echo are the two dolphins. Reef is the seal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I remember you. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. And every single little whisker is a different color. <laughs> That's right. I didn't even notice oh that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then last but not least, we have Painter Bear. And yeah. this one was is probably, I think, the most popular out of all of the places I was like gathering these from. Painter Bear was was kind of identified as like the number one nostalgic one. Wow. Yeah. I I mean I remember him like like I said. We all had our favorites. Yeah. But like, yeah, he was on everything. And he definitely had a lot more sticker books, I feel like, than other characters sometimes. Very true. Yeah. Very true. I love the sideways hat. Oh, yeah. He was a cool guy. (laughs) He's a cool guy. He's a cool panda. He was a cool panda. Check him out. Yeah. 
friend. I know. He's like, I'm here for you, buddy. And he's got his little cap, his little rainbow cap on. Oh my God. That's so cute. <laughs> so those were, those are the main designs. Uh, those are the big ones. I'm going to put all of those on our um, Instagram and on our website. So make sure you check them out. And let's talk a little bit about her collaborations because there are so many of them and some of them are just like, I'm getting chills just because the nostalgia is so vibrant. (laughs) In 2019, Hotel... Did you hear about this one, Jackie? Hotels.com? Okay. So Hotels.com partnered with Lisa Frank to create the Lisa Frank flat in October 2019. Um, It was in downtown LA and it sold out in about an hour. There was a little bit of controversy because there is a uh, an artist called Amina Mucciolo. I'm sorry if I'm d- pronouncing that wrong. Studio Mucci. And uh, said the concept was stolen from her downtown LA loft. And honestly, it's pretty similar. But, uh, but yeah, the hotel.com partnership was fantastic. And um, Jackie, what do you remember about <laughs> what are we looking at? And what do you remember about this collaboration? Oh, wow. So we were looking at the 3D world that is like the bed is over the top. It has clouds. There's like rainbow wallpaper with like ombre sunsets, the rug. Oh my God, that rug. (gasps) That rug is so sick. So it's like all of her wonderful hearts are like 3D looking hearts, all different colors, angel cat on the pillows and rainbow curtains. Look at these book and the glitter. It's just like her art. There's just like stuff everywhere. Even the window treatment on the glass is yeah. like amazing. And these curtains are rainbow and I love these um, lamps and uh, it's, and there's yeah. even like a neon unicorn back here. Oh, there is. And then if you look, there's a, there's a wall that has like the salon style paintings um, like hanging up and she has like the dolphin head and she has, um, you know, these, all of her big heavy hitters. The one thing I will say is looking through these photos, the hotels.com branding is very prominent. It might detract. I think it would probably detract a little bit from the experience. Yeah. And I, I, I get that she tried to like, you know make it as Lisa Frank as possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely still branded pretty yeah. heavily. Yeah. It was outrageous. I love it. I know. Isn't it so great? I, w- I wish my kitchen just looked like this normally. That would be rad. Yeah. We'll put these photos again, like I said, on the, um, on our Instagram. And I also, uh, make sure you check out on our sources, uh, 90s Kids, the um, article about the controversy of it being kind of ripped off because it is, it is very similar. And I think that artist also deserves some um, credit and some visibility as well. So I'll put that in the show notes. Make sure you check it out. Um, also, before we move on um, to the next collab, the the coffee table in the Lisa Frank flat had Seventeen magazine and Teen Machine magazine and... <laughs> Wow. And apparently the music, like they had a stereo system that just blasted in sync and Britney and <laughs> that's awesome. Also another fantastic shot of that rug. I know. I know that rug is fantastic. And I'm really glad they went with the clear t- coffee table to like, so you can still see the rug. Totally. 
So that's the Lisa Frank flat. Um, this one I didn't know existed until just now, and I pretty much lost it when I saw it. They announced that they're going to do in 2020. Warner Brothers was um, is going to do. I don't know if it's still a thing because you know 2020 just like fucked everything up. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers was going to do a Lisa Frank Friends collaboration, and can you look at the shirt? Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, there's a shirt of Ross and Rachel with like Lisa Frank doodles all over it. With yeah. aliens. <laughs> with the alien couple. Aww. So that's a thing. I don't know how far it got. I don't know what the, what the status is now. All I know is my little 10-year-old heart would just burst with happiness. Well, and this is this is like if we were doodling about friends. Yeah, exactly. Sticker doodles, like Lisa Frank folders. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, we, we felt that this photo deserved stickers, and we put them on there. Like that's how important this was. There's like seven stickers on here. Yep, that's a top priority for a night. <laughs> so then she, uh, so this one actually did come to fruition. She partnered with Morph, uh, Morph or Morphe, the beauty brand. Anyway, I've heard it pronounced bowls. Okay, let's go with Morph. If I'm wrong, correct me, '90s kids. <laughs> but she made a uh, limited edition makeup palettes, brushes, and sponges, and they each had like a heart shaped mirror inside. Did you see these when they came out? I did. Yeah. So I actually, back when I was still doing an Ipsy glam bag, oh, I bought yeah. uh, the blush or no, the bronzer and bronzer brush from this collection. And I didn't know it was coming. And I remember opening the makeup bag and seeing Lisa Frank in it. And I literally was like, this is the best $11 I've ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> I love and apparently there was a little bit of controversy because controversy um, because there was a Kickstarter campaign a few years prior with Glamour Dolls um, that raised $370,000 for a Lisa Frank um, Glamour Dolls line that never was never materialized and all those people were out of money. So there's a little bit of bad blood there. That, I just thought that was interesting to note. Wow. Uh, so I wanted to touch on because I feel like I can't talk about Lisa Frank without bringing up the controversy of like the workplace environment um, just because it sounds pretty terrible and it seems like it wouldn't be telling the whole story even though we love Lisa Frank and love her uh, what she you know offered us in the 90s really I think this is definitely something worth bringing up and I'm just going to give a Cliff's Notes version everyone I have more sources in the show notes apparently uh, the headquarters in Tucson Arizona uh, which is where she went to college, University of Arizona, was a very toxic work environment. Um, people blame James Green, the former CEO and now ex-husband for her for the downfall. And, you know, it was a horrible place to work. There was a lot of verbal abuse, harsh language. They even circulated uh, this like inner office bi-monthly publication called Frankly Speaking um, that basically told their their employees how to behave. They also, yeah. And they also said it was a place of silence that um, they couldn't really talk to each other and they couldn't talk on their phones. There are a lot of court documents that um, outline this behavior. Lisa says she didn't contribute to a happy environment. And, uh, you know, the another thing was she named the street where the headquarters was South Lisa Frank Avenue and American Airlines apparently was on that same street. And they actually didn't they didn't Lisa Frank didn't even give them the courtesy of telling them that they she changed their entire street to her name. And they were like, wait a minute, 
uh, we're not we're we're not putting Lisa Frank Avenue on our business stuff. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they didn't even tell. She didn't even tell them. So it sounds like she was kind of a a little like we've said before, kind of like Lala. She I don't think she was a bad person. I think her husband, you know, he apparently was really mean and like you know just openly cheating on her with his VP. It sounds like he was kind of the, um, like the bad guy around Tucson. It was generally known as the world's shittiest employer. Wow. Yeah. I just wanted to touch on that. Cause I just feel like, um, you know, we get, we have this really rosy view and colorful glittery view of Lisa Frank, but the employers or the employees that have worked for her over the years have said, it's a really a hard place to work. Um, which is kind of sad, you know, like, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's a weird thing to have so much nostalgia and be like, and to hear that, that it was kind of a shitty place to work. Absolutely. Especially when you think maybe as you're coming up as an artist or a graphic designer and you're like, Oh my God, I just landed a job at Lisa Frank, like, you know, or, or at any level. But I mean, like if that was like the thing and you get there and now you're in this horrible environment where you're not allowed to talk to your peers, you're not allowed to talk on the phone. Like you have these weird newsletters telling you your business, like don't, you know, like they're changing. It sounds like if they're coming out so frequently that they might be changing pretty often. Yeah. Yeah. I know they said it was like a revolving door of people. Like people were just, there was so much turnover. They couldn't keep people around. They couldn't keep good people. I know. I thought the same thing. Like, could you imagine being like, Oh my God, I'm working for Lisa Frank. And then, showing up and finding out that this, like, and the, uh, the thing that was so ironic about it is their headquarters was so colorful. Like the building itself was super colorful. They had the big bear in the intro, like in the entrance, like everything. It looked like how you would imagine Lisa Frank's headquarters to look like, except it was so toxic inside, which just makes it sad. Oh, that's terrible. Like I you're know. just trapped in this colorful prison. I know. I know. <sighs> I know. And um, so another interesting thing, Lisa Frank wanted to make a theme park. Really? Which I would love to go to a theme park, a Lisa Frank wow. theme park. Could you imagine? I, like, I'm trying to picture, like, I mean, it, I have to think it has to be a little bit like Coachella. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, like like Coachella and Burning Man. And, like, yes. <laughs> everything kind of smashed together (laughs) yeah Um, okay so you work at this theme park and okay so i'm sure you've heard this um about can you say like other stuff yeah 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 so they paint every night do they really yes so the reason why the park looks spectacular is they literally have people that go around with touch-up paint every night and touch up the buildings Oh and God. the stuff and things. So like a kid walks by and he cook, he like kicks something or scuffs something or like, you know, whatever. Somebody comes by at night and they have all the paint and they just paint it. Oh my God. Everything looks so fresh constantly. So you work at the Lisa Frank theme park. Could you imagine having to carry around like 70,000 colors with you to touch up? <laughs> to be i just would want to be the one that has the glitter that just like throws the glitter around they're like oh that needs more glitter <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh glitter yes this doesn't I'm... look enough like a disco ball here's some more glitter here's more glitter you know what this needs 
glitter glitter <laughs> eyelashes eyelashes <laughs> totally oh you i love it how to put eyelashes on a roller coaster yeah oh my god i i'm sure she could figure it out oh yeah absolutely i need that eyelash roller coaster i know oh that'd be so amazing um i wanted to show this to you because i'm sure you saw this last year there was a meme and it was joe exotic in his sequined did you see this meme? Yes. So Joe Exotic in his sequined um, shirt, buttoned down open um, to his bare chest and his, you know, still with his uh, glasses next to a tiger. Um, oh. It says, if Lisa Frank notebook was a person. Yes. And, you know, Lisa came through. She actually did it. She actually designed Joe Exotic and his tiger. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see the second half of this. (laughs) (laughs) This is a a Lisa Frank original. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. His vest and his boots. Oh my gosh, he needed his fingernails. And his nails and all of his earrings and yeah. So, uh, so last, it was last year, someone, uh, created that meme and she came through and she's like, you know what? I got to give the internet what it's asking for. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I did not see the second half of that. Yeah. And if, you know, if, if you are on um, social media and you follow Lisa Frank, um, you'll probably notice she has a very like funny voice on social media and that's actually her son, Forest who runs it. So he's a student at like USC or UCLA down here in LA. And um, he runs the social media and he's just like super witty and super quick. So I thought that was kind of cool. Okay. One last collaboration. Um, And I, this just blew my mind too. Um, In 2019, you could get a limited edition Lisa Frank hot dog at Smorgasburg in Williamsburg by J&E Small Goods in New York City. It is a Lisa Frank themed hot dog. And are you ready for this? No. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) It is a, we are looking at a hot dog with purple, um, like ketchup and edible pink glitter. That's an actual thing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. The purple ketchup is what really sends it. I know. I know. The purple ketchup. Yeah. A 90s staple. Absolutely. Yeah, you weren't a 90s kid unless you had tried the purple ketchup at some point. Absolutely. You had to you had to doodle with the purple ketchup. You were like, I need to know what this is like. That's what really puts it over the top. Like glitter like expected. Like I fully expected to see glitter. <laughs> the purple ketchup is what really hones in on the Lisa Frank identity. Totally. Totally. Um, oh my God. I love it. Okay. So Jackie, give me your final thoughts on Lisa Frank. What are your favorite memories? What are your thoughts? I think a lot of other people ended up finding probably just either comfort in her artwork or becoming artists themselves and like just the inspiration for many generations. Cause I know most everybody that's 90s kids are, you know, they're going to have their own kids. And that's something that they're going to probably be like, okay, we got to get you Lisa Frank school supplies, you know? Yeah. yeah. So 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Jackie. This has been so much fun. This has been a blast. Going through all the different characters and seeing them again was like, (laughs) just every like, you know, because you don't, it's not every day you think about being an elementary school kid, but like seeing that again was like very vivid of like, oh my gosh, that's right. Like his third grade classroom, like, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it takes you right back. It takes you right back. Well, I just, I'm so grateful. And I just, I knew this would be a really fun topic and I'm just glad we did this one. And Jackie, we'll definitely have you back. Um, Tell our 90s kids again where they can find you. Ah, okay. Uh, Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Stay Unrated Press Co. and StayUnratedPressCo.com for our website. Um, Feel free to shoot me any questions you might have. That's where I'm at. I don't. I don't hang out too many two places. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. And don't forget to follow us on social media as well. TTTH Pod on Twitter. Talk to the Hand Pod on Instagram. You can find me at TalkToTheHandPod.com is our website, or email me at TalkToTheHandPod at gmail.com. Next week I will be with Eric, and we will have a super groovy topic heading your way. So do not miss it. Um, And thank you again, Jackie. This has been fun. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. This has been, I've been looking forward to this. Me too. Absolutely looking forward to it. I'm so honored to be on. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we will have you back for sure. And until then, everyone, please, 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 like I say every week, wear a mask, socially distance, be a good human, and be excellent to each other. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week.